0: Click, click, boom. Here comes the boom, ready or not. That's saliva, right? I couldn't tell you, and I'm glad that I
1: couldn't tell you. I'm pretty sure it's saliva, and then P.O.D. has a similar song, so they often got uh, confused. But don't worry, I saw them (laughs) at a concert together once in middle school, so...
0: You know what? I wasn't worried, and <laughs> I'm still not worried. So I was. We're in. I was 12 years old, and you will have to forgive me for that. Okay. <laughs> I will. I can find <laughs> it in my heart to forgive <laughs> it you. Can't be held against me. All right. Uh, do we have our notes? Are you ready, Seth?
2: No. I mean, yeah. Am I good, Mark? You're good. I mean, I have to you leave it all in me. your
0: hands. You're good. I'll turn I'm you good. up just a hair, but you are good. You, you,
2: look at how this looks. You have this beautiful view, says a crisp, clear Max. Mm. You have Mark right up there in the front, and then me, mm. because of the situation, because we're doing this on Zoom, I have to sit behind him, which makes us look like... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like... like it, I'm like... It's like... <laughs> look, I'm, I'm like his coaddle. It's, it's quite like, the uh, Hey, you quades! <laughs> yeah, well, it is. See, well, as soon as I turn Seth big, up, I, I start to rue it. Giant redheads. Both of us, and by redheads I mean
0: beat red complexions. <laughs> that is Both true. Both of us. Yeah. All right. Are we? Uh, are we all prepared? Quade. I'm ready. I can.
1: Quade.
0: Get ready for a surprise. <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics To Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I am Mark and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? Cheeseburger! Cheeseburger.
2: I went out of my way to stop on the way here and load up on some podcast fuel because I haven't Mm. had any. I've literally jumped clean off... The caffeine wagon, and today because I think we need it, because I think it was it was kind of time for it. I got both of us some teas from McDonald's, and uh, let's just say I am uh, I worked all day. I took out two tours back to back, and now I'm
0: sufficiently jacked. Couple things to take into effect. One, take it, or take into consideration. One, it is Thursday, my dudes. Thursday. It is late in the week. Mm-hmm. We need to get jacked up. Two, you have done two tours. Work has been hellacious for me. Mm. Need to get that extra push. And three, we've got such a special man here today, and it's the kind of man that you want to get jacked up for, if you know what I mean. You want to get fluffed. I think he's a perfect guy to stand behind us and push us. Indeed, yeah. and he is from the Doubled Feature podcast, and he is from my friends. His name is Max. How are you, Max? Hello, I'm very, I'm good. I am. His <laughs> name I'm of Max. Happy to be here. You are from my friends. Yeah. Most notably from friends. <laughs> from, yes. What? Not, not my friends. I was on the hit television yeah, series Friends. I was yeah. on
1: the hit television series Friends. Uh, I was one of the extras at Central Perk. I am in every episode. I make now, so I, much money. It's insane.
0: I don't know if this is true or not, but were you also not the left couch cushion? in the couch in the pivot episode i was yeah they um okay they needed, that episode it, involving the pivot it was yeah they, yes.
1: they had built a styrofoam couch and they said we need to put some extra weight on here you know what we need what what will make this kind of feel sufficiently weighted is if we put a human being in one of the cushions get arnold on the phone so i was i was the one that's where the right place me. at the right time mm. yeah you mm. know what so uh it, it i remember
2: that one episode where you were leading a dice game behind their conversation
1: uh you know what i that was found a, that it was really a, it was a real game too that
0: really rounded out I, the episode i lost
1: a lot of money
0: you guys were playing silo yes interesting yeah. plot twist yeah 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 well those things happen but we're not here to talk about uh your other, your other famous podcast. Why can't we doubled feature? Well, we can. I mean, he's, I he's on doubled feature. That's, yeah, please tell us about it.
1: Uh, so yeah, I'm on to do a podcast called Doubled Feature with a, another friend of ours, Dan and uh, uh, Mark. We've been on your other podcast, the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, several times. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and we uh, we we talk about movies. We talk about twin films. So if you're not familiar with the uh, Phenomenon. It's when two movies of similar content or theming are released super close together uh, to each other. I think like the most uh, famous ones are probably like Deep Impact and Armageddon came out the same mm. year. Uh, the Prestige and The Illusionist, which was, I, I believe, our first episode. Um, most recently literally came out, uh, today as of this recording, you mentioned all of our episodes come out on Thursdays. Uh, we did a Porky's and the last American Virgin, which I mean, it's a 1980s sex comedy. So you could, there's like a hundred films you could pick from that came out and which is,
2: I was just going to say, which is redundant. Yeah.
1: So, um, (laughs) but those were the two we did. Uh, and you can go and listen to that right now on all platforms. I think.
0: Stop what you're doing. American pie and Canadian cake. Probably, I don't know. We those d- <laughs> exist. I Max. had sex with a cake. Get on that. Uh, we eh? yeah, we
1: have a we've we've got a list we go off of. Um, it literally is just a Wikipedia list for it that um, we did. So like uh, next week's episode, the one I'm like prepping for, I watched one of the movies is a, a Wesley Snipes movie called Murder at 1600. And a mm-hmm. one of Clint Eastwood's directorial films uh, called Absolute Power, all both movies about uh, I never saw that a one. I murder, that one,
2: yeah.
1: uh, kind of involving the White House. Um, mm. Okay, so, dang. well I am I glad to see them. that
2: you've got your content just laid out right there in front of you so easy. I mean, I wish me and Mark had it that easy that we could just have this. You know, we got to rely on people to leave suggestions and look and 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 look it up. I'm glad. Well, Wikipedia, just spill it all out there for Max and Dave. Oh yeah, it's nice and you know there's nice an easy other
1: people go and update it for us. So like I think like 20 movies have been added to the list since we started the podcast, which were um, uh, this week's episode was episode 98. So we're closing mm. in on two years running. Um, They're going to catch yeah. us, Mark. They're going to catch us. Which is exciting. Um, we, we've maybe missed like one week, maybe two weeks and two years when uh, kind of too much stuff came up. Um, but we kind of just you are not afraid, chug right along. not afraid to commit. No. And you know what? Mm. It's having to watch two mo- I, I already like movies a lot, but having to watch two movies in a week, sometimes that's like, where do you find the time? um it's a tall but, order yeah especially when you get some of the long sure. ones which kind of are sometimes unintentional you know you pick some movies off the list and you go and check it out and it's like holy shit like three hour runtimes for both of them
2: but i think I, you got yeah. it so easy and then you look down and it's like oh shit i got two michael bays to watch this week yeah and you're yeah <laughs> God sitting damn. there having to yeah. take
1: notes and do all kinds of stuff for this, I just listened to a song I've already heard a million fucking times. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh, do and you, it's that easy. Yeah.
0: Do you have any uh, twin films that you feel are more alike than any other ones?
1: Um, yes and no. Uh, I say yes because there definitely are some and no because let's watch me struggle to come up with some off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, Like, this week's ones were pretty similar. Like, Porky's and the Last American Virgin. Um, Yeah. Last American Virgin kind of focuses more closely on, like, one guy. But it's, you know, it's just a bunch of kids having high school antics and trying to get laid. Um, Eighties
2: American Pie.
1: Armageddon and Deep Impact, pretty uh, close together. Honestly, like, some of the ones that were, like, really close were... uh, Early on, we did um, Dante's Peak and Volcano. Both Mm -hmm. super... I mean if you break them down to kind of like the core thing, it's just a volcano explodes and some people got to get away from it. Um, (laughs) one just happens on a mountain and the other happens like in downtown LA. So it's, once you like start getting into it, they, they all kind of start to deviate. Um, but there's been a couple where we've gone on there and it's like, you watch the whole movie and we basically are just like, yeah, we can't really talk about these two separately because they're so much alike. Um, right. So we, we're going to kind of just like stumble through doing kind of like taking you through all of it together. Um,
0: I feel like um, I feel like Capote, um, the episode I did with you guys um, with Capote. And what was the uh, name of the other movie? I keep infamous. wanting to say infamous. Yeah, it yeah. is infamous. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I feel like those, we had a very hard time separating the two of them. Not we would say, we I... would talk about one of them and we'd be like, well, now we've got to talk about this other one. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> like we did, um, we had, uh, Andre de Saint, um, local, uh, mm. rapper from, uh, rapper, the area. he was on with our, um, uh, another friend of ours. And, uh, we did the like the two firefest documentaries where it's like oh, Jesus. they're cover it's it's documentaries covering the exact same topic exactly the you know just from like slightly different perspectives so like that one got a little tough um we did uh actually super recently the the two pinocchio movies that came out this year the disney live action one and uh, Guillermo del Toro's pinocchio that's on mm-hmm. netflix and it's like it's just pinocchio like you know, the Disney one is just straight up like the Pinocchio that you remember the animated one. And Guillermo del Toro's it's like instead of going to Pleasure Island or whatever they call it, he goes to like a Italian, like fascist child soldier training camp. And like that's kinda of like the only difference, and for the rest of it it's like <laughs> the same. And then he sings a song about poopy to Mussolini and it's uh gets shot and killed. So, you know, there's
2: slight differences, uh, but what? it's
1: still just the story of Pinocchio. <laughs> We're
2: not. Mar- <laughs> just a couple other things, Max. Uh, how's things going in North Carolina? I was uh, away when 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 you started, and we didn't get to yeah. talk about that. He is a Florida boy. Are you native? Yeah. Are you Florida was, native? Hey, I was born and raised
1: in Southwest Florida. This is this is literally the first time I've ever lived away from anywhere else. Southwest wow. Florida. Yeah. So.
2: So he like every true Floridian, he has moved. Closer to the Rocky Mountains. Yep. I mean, the the Smoky Mountains, just like every Floridian does. He's gone up there and just like uh, system of a down, he's attained a certain level of domesticity. <laughs> and uh, he is he's away. You're engaged. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. To, oh, wow. um, to okay. pass a yes, lease. Yep. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, we're so up here. things are lining. Things seem to be lining up for old Maxie. Yeah. Um. They're Dur- all. North Carolina has been everything's great. Everything's coming up, Max. <sighs> Finally. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. I'm so glad that you're here for us. I am glad, too.
0: We are not here to talk about Pinocchio. We just did. We're not here to talk about North Kakalaka. Did that, too. We are here to talk about a certain song by a certain somebody, about a certain somebody's certain somebody. We are here to talk about Rick Springfield's Jessie's Girl. Max, you are the one who uh, brought uh, this song up to us once mm -hmm. upon a time and uh without going into too much detail before we get to the lyrics yeah. what uh what sparked your interest in doing this song
1: um for starters i love the song um mm-hmm. i think it is um i you guys are so much more musically inclined than i am in so far as i am not musically inclined in any way whatsoever so um I don't know if it's a well-composed song. I don't know if it's a well-executed song. And honestly, I don't care. I think it's a super, super catchy song at the end of the day musically, and I love it. Um, It's a great karaoke song, but it is also, you guys, I mean, again, not to, I'm not going to give away my rating, but you guys do the creep factor. Mm. I think if this was the song you started on to establish that as a metric, um, it's a ten um so <laughs> okay <laughs> uh and and i don't know how it wasn't considered that when it got released honestly but um i think that's kind of like the most kind of jarring thing because it's a super short song it's a very compact yeah. song it's like two super super short verses the chorus 800,000 <sighs> times and then we get at it yeah
0: in and he out. definitely yep. gets very to the point
1: um But he packs a lot of fucking being a weirdo into a really small package,
0: so. Did you happen to see the music video?
1: I don't know if I have seen the music
0: video. Well, I I strongly urge you to at some point. You may even want to just throw it on and watch it while you're talking to us, because even without the sound, you definitely get it. It it has a vibe. It's giving serial killer. Uh, (laughs) It's, 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 it's giving, it's, it's very much giving the feeling of that you get from the song.
1: Oh, I mean, Seth, literally, I, so I typed it into YouTube and now I'm looking at the thumbnail of it and let okay. me dear listener, allow me to illustrate just the v- very thumbnail. Uh, it is uh, Rick Springfield in an infinite black space wearing a black shirt with a collar popped um, microphone. Obscuring his face, just a thousand yard stare up into the upper distance. Um, it's the it's a okay.
2: thousand yard stare uh, beset in the bachelor 80s void. Yeah,
1: you are. <laughs> yeah.
0: You are lucky to not be catching one of the many views that you're going to get of him staring right into your fucking eyes. <laughs> well, I've got it playing now. I'm going to
1: I'm going to absorb this. as we OK, kind of
0: yeah, your... please. do, uh, Seth, you want to yes. I know that you've been aching to uh, give us a little bit of background on Mr. Springfield.
2: Mr. Springsteen, <laughs> Yeah, he... <laughs> who, uh, who he was uh, loath to be compared to throughout the 80s. He even wrote a song in regards to, at the time when he started getting interviewed after he started uh, experiencing his modicum of success in the 80s, he was upset when people were constantly referring to him as Mr. Springsteen. So at that point, he decided to write a song about it. Um, I just find that completely, completely hilarious that he just, that that had, that that gave him so much agita that he felt the, that he felt inspired to write a song. Um, This guy was originally from uh, Australia. He's now an American citizen. Uh, He spent some time in his youth in England as well. That seems to be a common theme with, with Australians. They sometimes like ACDC spend a little time over in the British Isles. They went to places like Scotland. Um, He was born... (laughs) Tell me, he was born Richard Lewis Springthorpe. There which you go. I think is fantastic. Springthorpe. That's his name, Richard Lewis Richard Lewis Springthorpe. <laughs> um but known professionally as Rink Springfield, a member of a pop group called Zoot from 1969. I did not know that he was old enough to be in a group in 69, but yes he is, he's 74 now. Um Started his solo career with a song called "Speak to the Sky," which reached top ten in Australia in 1972. Shit, I didn't even know he was around back then.
0: Can we agree that Zoot is a terrible band name? It's a horrific band. Back- he was in an... <laughs> it sounds. It sounds it, like it. It sounds like an sounds early like a character uh, in arcade in a video edge. game. I was. Just- <laughs> we all had the same exactly same exact idea. My mom it's gave a me 1983- You want to go down and
2: play Zoot? <laughs> play
1: We're gonna Zoot? go play
2: Zoot and Joust. Yeah, <laughs> Zoot and Joust.
1: Yeah. I got the high uh, score on Zoot it? last night down at Dino's <laughs> Arcade,
0: Dino's Bar and Grill. Yeah. You were gonna say, "Oh, there you go," where the drink will flow and the blood will spill. The Zoot is back in town.
2: Um, he was in a he was in a whole series of badly named bands. One called M.P.D. Limited, and another one, this is so great,
0: called Wickedy Whack. <laughs> Was this during the '90s when that became uh, all the rage? The... Well, it,
2: when they, he was the one that found out that Inside Out was wickety 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 whack. <laughs> okay, so yeah, and then Crisscross picked it up. Um, yeah, just in a whole, a whole. Uh, I mean, just a host of badly named bands had uh, adopted the Think Pink, Think, Think Zoot say, uh, theme. What? Yeah, that band members had to dress head to toe in pink and zoot. Uh, this was a thing. All kinds of gimmicks to try and. I, he gave himself over just to getting famous. Okay, that's fine. Lots of strange things happened. Um, eventually, kind of went out on his own. Uh, put out this, you know, this record. Um, this uh, this record's called it's called Working Class Dog. Um, came out in 1981. Recorded it. Um, A funny story that Mark found that I didn't see when I did my research research on it was that um, the guitar player for Pat Benatar was called into the studio when the producer for the record came to the conclusion that Rick was not talented enough to play the guitar part to his own song and had this guy, I think his name was, was it Aguilera? It it was a Latin name. Neil Giraldo. Giraldo, I'm sorry. He came in and... uh, And Rick just kind of laid down and let it happen for the fact that he just wanted to, you know, have the song sound better. And he gave himself over to the idea of the producer. And that was probably a good thing because he got that fame that he was looking for, even though a better portion of his life was spent on television as an actor. I remember seeing him on General Hospital when I was a little kid. I didn't necessarily know that he was, you know, the same uh, Rick Springfield from the video that I saw as a child. But, yeah, that was him. He did this song called Working Class Dog. That does pop up later in the video in a sort of way. I'm not sure we can talk about that when we get to it. Uh, Did a couple of other songs, a Sammy Hagar, pen Song. Put out an album, uh, expressed the the track. Uh, He wrote a song about when people call him Bruce Springsteen called Bruce. It's on an album called Can I Borrow a Feeling? I'm sorry, it's not. (laughs) Me and Mark were talking about this earlier. It's called Beautiful Feelings, which is just as bad. Um, and then, uh, you know, kind of didn't, you know, released a series of records that kind of really didn't go very much of anywhere.
0: Surprise, surprise.
2: Coheed and Cambria put out a single called Jessie's Girl 2, which was a sequel. I, that, um, that was going to be my one contribution to any background
1: <laughs> research. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry that's fine. I'm that well, glad you brought it up yeah. because
0: well, you are you are the expert uh, as far as coheat is concerned. So, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Um,
1: I, I don't know if there's much to say. Kind of, they released it during the pandemic, um, and uh, the not to go too much into it, but I guess the premise of it is because they kind of all just kind of conceived it over the course of the pandemic is that um, Rick uh, gets what he wants. And uh, it's kind of, you know, it's a be careful what you wish for kind of situation where mm-hmm. Rick is maybe the, the creepy one, the scary one in the original song. And then it turns out that uh, Jesse is uh, maybe a psychopath or some sort of serial killer. Um, and it kind of just it Jesse, plays out like his, that. Or his girl. Jesse's girl.
0: Or Jesse's girl is. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah okay yeah. He, It he gets, gets very confusing because Jesse is such is used as such a female name androgynous Mm. name yeah yeah. so it can be very easy to uh to mistakenly refer to jesse as the girl yeah yeah. when it's in fact jesse's girl is the girl and jesse is the guy um i want to mention something real quick i was looking up the uh some information about working class dog so um on the cover uh, that is uh, that is a Bull Terrier that was actually owned mm. by Rick Springfield, named Ronnie, who they had to mention in the Wikipedia <laughs> article, died in 1994. Oh. So what? if you wanted to wow. know, I don't know why it was necessary. Apparently, uh, He's in the this, music video this... for Jesse's Girl. He is very, yeah, right? At yeah, the very end. end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was also nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Album Package in 1981.
2: There's a division called Best Album Package.
0: There was. Okay. What are the
2: All criteria right. for that? Like literally just like cover,
1: you know, back cover. What did they call it? Backsplash. Um, so the
0: Grammy Award for Best Album Cover dates back to the first Grammy Awards in 1959. Huh. From 62 to 65, it was separated into classical and non-classical from 66 to 68 it was separated into graphic arts and photography in 1974 the name of the award was changed to best album package and again changed in 1994 to the current name which is the grammy award for best recording package hmm. huh. um interesting Won the award for tightest cellophane in yeah. 1981. Oh, that was,
2: that
1: it, thing it was, was, was presented just shrink-wrapped out to the nines, baby. Just so, so tight <laughs> it could explode
2: at any second.
0: Presented to the art director of the winning album, not to the performer, unless the performer is also the art director. No shit.
2: Something else kind of funny, um, Mr. Springthorpe had a relationship with Linda Blair from 74 to 76.
0: And that was when she was 15 years old. Great. He was 25. Oh, that makes you feel good, doesn't it? Oh, boy. And yeah, yeah, I was going to wait to get there, but we can talk about it now uh, if this song doesn't make him sound fucking creepy and fucked up enough. He was also banging Linda Blair when she was 15. And the article, the, the thing that I read about it was like, well, don't forget, in Australia. And I was like, no, no, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no.
2: no, no. no. <laughs> Doesn't matter what continent. Shh, shh,
1: shh, shh. You know, uh, no, no, on, no. on Doubled Feature, we have to a lot of times. Like, I mean, again, like Porky's and The Last American Virgin. We kind of have to. You, you know, you're watching movies that came out 40-something years ago. Like, literally, Porky's came out, like, 40 years ago. And kind of have to do the kind of dance around like look there are some grotesquely problematic things in this movie but it was released 40 years ago and we're going to talk about them Um, and sometimes it's important to view art in sort of its own historical context Um, that doesn't fucking count when it's talking about people dating each other like that (laughs) there's no like (laughs) hey you got to remember it was it was the 80s baby come on (laughs) yeah no fuck off
0: Yep. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. So let's talk a little bit more about this uh, this song and how it came to be. Mm. So 1981 off of the album Working Class Dog, as Seth mentioned, um, Wikipedia describes it as a song about unrequited love and centers on a young man in love with his best friend's girlfriend. Um, it uh, to took a very long time to hit number one, 19 weeks to be exact and then stayed there for a couple of weeks. It was one of the longest climbs to number one at the time, um, and uh, peaked at number one also in Australia, where he is from, and earned him a Grammy Award for Best Male Rock Vocal Performance. Grammy Award. Uh, peaked at number three on the UK singles chart. I should mention that the slow climb, almost as if America was saying, can we really listen to this is is this okay? Yeah. <laughs> Can't he go back?
2: <laughs> you know is people he, just kinda of being buy like him a ticket
0: back? it's like people going like, You like the can we listen to that song? And someone else is like, Yeah, I'm listening to it. Or or it was just, just taking kind of, a little
1: bit. Jesse's girl just had the country in a stranglehold and it forced yeah. forced them to submit. <laughs> just like, Look, I'm gonna yeah. I'm not going anywhere, okay? So either you start yeah. to like me or we're gonna have problems, which I think is probably what Rick would have wanted. Um, judging Mm. by
0: the
2: lyrics to this song you best get out of my way
1: yeah
0: yeah um i'd like to go ahead and get in a little bit more about uh some of this but before we do i really think that we should start kind of jumping into the lyrics before we start talking more about how the song was uh you know the changes that were made which i think that we're all kind of uh uh, itching to talk about so let's go ahead and get into uh, some of these lines here we got the little guitar intro not bud, done by mr uh Springthorpe. and then uh he uh he stares down the barrel of the camera yeah he does jesse is a friend <laughs> yeah i know he's been a good friend of mine but lately something's changed that ain't hard to define jesse's got himself a girl and i want to make her mine uh, well, hey, so let's you know if we go line by line here, we're like Jesse's a
1: friend. Okay, cool. I've got friends. Hey, friends that's are really nice. Have. Yeah, I know. Good. He, I know <laughs> I he's been gonna a say. good friend of mine. All right, you got good friends. Great. But lately, something's right. changed. That ain't hard to find. Oh my, Rick, what is it? What's happened?
2: <laughs> well, I, I'm so glad that he's comfortable laying it out of the line to us and not Jesse. Yeah. I mean, it's really easy for him to just look at everything, everyone, and say, "Oh yeah, something's changed." It's not hard to define. I pretty much know what it is. Something is moving me toward this female that is already taking. I've got this. I've got this. This something's drawing me to her, but obviously hasn't miss, mentioned a word of it to Jesse. How much of a bro is Jesse?
1: Who knows? I mean, really. Well, I mean, apparently, They're obviously not close enough. Uh, we go ahead. And you know what? If we're judging by the music video, either uh, we're about to find out. Or he's a very very good one, because uh, Jesse and his girl uh, are sat in the theater watching Rick uh, play the song directly to them and his dog, who's wearing
2: a tie. Um, he's gra- <laughs> he's graffitiing his own name. I love that the on the beginning. wall while while he's holding his while he's got his girlfriend to the be death in. grip and the stranglehold. <laughs> while Jesse is, I mean, while while Rick while Springthorpe
0: is staring them down. Yeah, he's basically. I mean, Pissing on her, marking his territory, <laughs> saying, this is Jesse's girl. And you'll know it when you look at this fucking brick wall <laughs> you'll that's know, part of a You'll set. know
1: who this is. Never mind. This is she, my girl. She's that. got a
2: yellow leg and I want to make her mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, never never mind that girl is not descriptive in any sort of sense. And Jesse is a very common name. But you'll know who this is. You'll mm. know it. Yeah, let's,
0: mm. let's yeah. talk about the number of just problems with this song right off, which is that. She's always referred to as girl, never woman. I don't know what the age of Jesse's female acquaintance Which is. Which makes sense always uh, Springthorpe's it, proclivities. Exclusively <laughs> talks about her as if she is like a piece of clothing or a piece of meat That's one of that the, is owned ooh, by Jesse. Yeah, it's
1: like so disgusting that just like <laughs> the entire song is just, it is Jesse's girl and I want to make her mine.
2: Like, well, if yes. I bought like, this girl a Barbie. Steal, and I want to make a steal her from
1: him. Yeah. His, give to me. I want to take his property.
0: Like he's some kind of Robin Hood who's just giving to himself. But like oh. even
1: in the even in like that first you know stanza or whatever you want to call it, it's like you know he's laying this all out and he's, his Jesse's got himself a girl and we're like, well, hey Rick, maybe maybe this is a song about how he's losing <laughs> his male bonding time, and then he immediately shatters that and says, nope, I I want Rip. her it's not because i'm losing my friend it's because i want what's his
0: (laughs) yeah i was gonna say it's like well you know he is a good friend of mine but lately something's changed and it's like oh you guys are growing apart maybe Mm. yeah exactly what what is it that's happening between the two of you that is worried that that that's getting in the way of your friendship and it's not that they're growing apart it's nothing like that it's like i'm so fucking horny yeah (laughs) For yeah. Jesse's girlfriend. I can't keep our it in my pants. I need- that <laughs> our friendship is no longer close. Like, he he is a good friend of mine. He ha- Well, actually, he's been. He has been. He's it's been. almost past, tense at, it past tense at this point. Is it past tense at this point? It's almost past tense at this point. Okay. But lately, so, and I love how he yeah, says he it's not hard to define. He's like, look, <laughs> I'm not going to mince words here. I'm so horny for Jesse's girlfriend. I want to steal her from him as if she is a piece of land mm. no matter what cost there is to pay including his good friendship yeah mm.
1: look you know pun intended he's not beating around the bush here okay he's he's cock, yeah. he's cock hard and he knows what he wants
0: oh absolutely absolutely he's got himself a girl and i want to make her mine i saw her on her bicycle and now she's going to be mine yeah, <laughs> yeah i dibs i call her and she's watching him with with those eyes eyes. and she's loving him with that body i I just know it it. and he's holding her in his arms late late at night you know i wish that i had jesse's girl i wish that i had jesse's girl where can i find a woman like that when i hear that where are they and she's
2: loving him with that body. I just know it. <laughs> it's, there has never been an incel expression more perfectly put to music. I, I was gonna say than, it's like oh,
1: she's, you can hear him just breathing heavy. Like oh, she's just loving him oh, with the body. the video body.
0: doesn't give it away, <laughs> the picture I get is the is the wolf with a tongue just hanging out of his mouth uh, with Avery all of the yeah, just yes with bulging. all the, the all the spit, just like too horny too it's horny too much like like uh, I, you can so he's
1: just like no. his brow is just absolutely dripping with sweat
2: he's out well, of he, breath re- remember he's well, from australia so we should be envisioning a, a, a dingo not a wolf <laughs> so just letting just Fair getting enough. that
0: straight yeah but I, the the line he, she's loving him with that body i just, I just know, know it is it. when when i think of like i just know it it's like something that shouldn't be mm-hmm. but you're like you're in, you, you're you're into like like two co-workers that you know are banging and you're like they're fucking. I just know it. Yeah. Of course she's loving him when with I, that body. They're fucking dating.
2: When I hear, <laughs>
0: when I hear that, I just know
2: it. I. It's like you. You have this vision. I and I know it's sick, but you know, you know he's jerking off at night to the oh, idea. Oh, abso- absolutely. Absolutely. I just know. He's it. just absolutely I mean,
1: destroying his little shit. <laughs> just like just again, just dripping with sweat. Uh, maybe his just like oyster. A, a white undershirt tank top on uh just like probably shit stained wa- whitey what
0: grudge whiteys. whacking it <laughs> yeah and she's watching him with those eyes well i got news for you she's watching everything with those eyes <laughs> i mean that's what they're, they're that's her what you... eyes and that's what eyes do <laughs> yeah they're. They she's watch also watching you with those eyes <laughs> when you're doing something yes exactly <laughs> She watches cars with those eyes <laughs> she uses those eyes for any number of things uh you know I, on the uh,
1: converse i like to imagine like The flip side like what is actually like what he's imagining right is obviously (laughs) this like uh just super lewd crass kind of sexual endeavor between his best friend and the girl that he just wants okay and what i'm picturing is like they're just like at home watching like
0: i don't know married with children friends yeah how long have you and elise been together
1: a little like um i think about two years yeah
0: and Seth, you've been with Jen for a long time. quite a few. I've been with Shaney on and off for a number of years. Uh, you know when you when you've been in a relationship for a while, when you when you hear lines like this, you think of like how Shaney and I were eating popcorn last night and watching. Paul goes to Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. That's,
1: that's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. It's just like, they're like, <laughs> in, like cut to like, you know, hard cut. If it's a music video to like what they're doing. And it's like, can you hand me Arguing
0: remote? about what they're going to get for dinner. God, yeah. You guys
2: just, 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 just dredged up some of the most worst shit ever. How, at 10 o'clock at night, I'm almost asleep. And all of a sudden I feel that nudge. Did you put the clothes in the washer? <laughs> uh, I'm like, fuck, God damn it. And that's mean, what's going and on. And
0: meanwhile, uh, Rick Springfield or his character or whatever is holding her in his arms late, late at night. She's probably like, it's too fucking hot. Yeah, it's please. Get off of me. (laughs) Can we not? Do not fucking hold me.
2: And he's having to do laundry. I just know
0: it.
1: (laughs) Do do you want Chinese or Indian tonight?
0: And he's putting chicken in the crock pot. (laughs) And he forgot to take the dogs out. I just know it. Um, And then, you know, I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I wish that I had Jesse's girl, in case you didn't catch it the first time. What did he say? It, where can I find a woman like that? Well, I know one way you can, and it's not stealing your best friend's girlfriend, Australia. probably. Or at yeah. least singing Maybe, song Maybe go it.
1: out into the real world and try and make a real human connection,
0: Springthorpe. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> or at least check the other middle school down the street. Least... <laughs> Don't stare down the eye of a fucking camera yeah. and freak out. No, I've, I've, and
1: in th- I, I mentioned this is a, a karaoke favorite of mine, right? Yes. If you ever, I mean it's, a good, it's song. a good song It's a catchy song yeah, it's yeah. A, And it's like It's a great karaoke song Because everybody knows it Super simple lyrics No crazy vocal melodies Anybody can at least Bang it out uh, In a In a Slummy dive bar
2: if you want, Mike, uh, Mike, Max, if you do come back here, mm-hmm. we will go to Palace with you on karaoke night, and we want you to sing this oh, song. Absolutely. And at the same time, I want you to wide-eyed. I mean, sausage level come, I'm come or saucer level in le- the black pants. We're okay. gonna come I'm on, gonna me come and Mark, and I'm gonna come <laughs> in my black pants, and and then
1: I'll get on stage. Uh, but no, I'll come with the, the the black shirt with the popped collar. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And you got to be looking away, and then you got to go. Then you got to sh- yeah. <laughs>
2: But and then and you got to stare, stare right, down stare right at me and
0: Mark when you're doing it, if you, if you, just like right deep into our or
2: eyes. Or if
1: you ever start, the, if you're gonna sing the song at karaoke, or you're ever gonna start a uh, career as just the, a, a single person with an acoustic guitar playing one hit wonders, uh, but you have to change them ever so slightly so that you don't get DMCA'd when you upload your sets to YouTube. <laughs> uh, <coughs> when you get to the chorus, you're gonna get a laugh every single time. Just change it to, I wish that. I was Jesse's girl.
0: Why Ooh. can't I
1: be a woman like that? Hey, you're going to get okay. a laugh every hey. single time. Hey, it's just there it's, you go. It's easy money. Um,
2: you're going to get some other wide eyes in the, yeah. in, the in the venue. So, yeah.
1: And the first time you do it, you're going to catch people
0: off guard too. They're going to be like, what? Those aren't the lyrics.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. You're going to get a bunch of people sounding like Tim Allen. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about changing the lyrics. Um so the background of this song um before we get to the second verse Rick Springthorpe was taking a stained glass class. Mm. Okay. Because of course why wouldn't you? Um normal class where to he take. meet Yes, where he meets a guy named Gary and gets um gets very very horny for Gary's girlfriend. But oh, this is the this um, is the
1: true real life background to this song.
0: This is the true real life background of the song. Well, and you know um, what, he, Gary
1: is not as lyrical of a name, so I don't blame him there.
0: That's exactly what he said. <laughs> um,
2: he, <laughs> or he could be trying to like having to avoid paying him any money for it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean,
1: uh, I will give yeah, Gary um, no royalties for this. Yeah, N- names. And, <laughs> Gary doesn't names and, deserve a dime. Names and locations have been changed to protect the uh, people's identities.
0: Those that could litigate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um he said the only thing I remember is his name was Gary. <laughs> so I changed the name because Gary didn't sing very well. Meow. But the whole thing is absolutely what I was feeling. He was getting it and I wasn't, and it was really tearing me up. And sexual angst is an amazing motivator to write a song. Um well. he actually um heard from Oprah, uh Oprah's people when he went on Oprah, <laughs> who they tried to find Jesse's girl. Um So (laughs) he says, actually, Oprah's people tried to find her and they got as far back as finding the stained glass guy. I couldn't remember his name, but I said it was late 70s. They found him, and he had died two years earlier, and they'd thrown all his papers out a year after that. Oh, my that. God. So oh. we missed finding out who she was by a year. I love how he totally trounces over the fact that he died, and he's like, almost found her, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you're I, you're almost, off by I, a year. I,
1: I lost my shot twice. And and you know what's so like, kind of nice about that, what you just read in that story you just told us is, you know, Sometimes people say, you know, never meet your heroes. Don't meet the people that you idolize because they may not turn out to be how you imagine them. And it's just, it's so nice to hear about somebody who's exactly as
2: I imagine them.
1: Uh, (laughs) Just this this horrible shut in of a man just sort of. uh, What you're
2: saying is you won't let him let you down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's what it sounds like. It's just like, he's exactly how I imagined him. You're just this sad shut-in who's yep. taking. You're, you've essentially gone to a pottery class and seen just some schmuck and said, "Like, wait a minute, that should be me. He, I should." And- well, if
0: you if you needed any more assurance that you're correct in your statement, um, they talked to Linda Blair. She said he's someone that I'll always love. While Springfield says, "Quote, out of all his former girlfriends, Blair is the only one he remains friends with." <laughs>
2: well, that says a lot. so. I uh, mean. Hmm.
0: There you go. If you needed to she hear anything else, she threw up on me and I was smitten. Springfield on it's, Springfield's take on relationships were clueless, desperately clueless. Everybody is on relationships. Truly, I remember being a jerk because I thought that's what girls wanted. No, oh. you only really learn about women when you get into a long relationship. Oh, fuck, is he unless you, unless you've got a. Uh, <laughs> Unless you've got a really great dad, a really clued in father or a really open mom, what? which I'm guessing is his way of saying he had neither an open mom or a good father because he's just fumbling all over the fucking. Is place. he
2: like related to like Stephen Jenkins or Andrew
0: Tate or some shit? That sounds horrible. <laughs> it does sound horrible. Yeah, what
1: a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um,
0: he chose Jesse as the name because he was wearing a T-shirt with the name of a football player named Ron Jesse on it. So Gary that's was how or
1: Springfield it. was?
0: springfield was hmm.
1: what a just creatively bankrupt human being
0: <laughs> yeah oh, oh absolutely. well we've heard worse it's, emotionally, but, it's literally yeah, bad, completely emotionally <laughs> bankrupt. it's
1: literally steve carell and anchorman just like all right what am, I, what am i gonna name this guy what uh oh jesse yeah that's it jesse, it's like I he could have just that been works. named fucking
0: uh, uh, oh, Barstool.
1: jesus christ <laughs>
0: all right I uh, let's get to the second Barstool's verse girl.
1: <laughs> <Da-da-da-da>. <laughs>
0: Or Jesse's Barstool. Oh. I'll play along with this charade that doesn't seem to be a reason to change. You know, I feel so dirty when they start talking cute. I want to tell her that I love her, but the point is probably moot.
1: This is my favorite... I know it's a music video that I just watched, but this is my favorite part <laughs> in all of it. At the start of this second verse, Jesse and his girl, um, who will remain unnamed thank you very much uh are like ha- hanging out outside of like some abandoned building and here comes rick just like out of the woods like what's going on guys
0: <laughs> it is definitely a very very strange it, and it it looks like at the beginning of it like the actor yells action like everyone's just standing there, yeah. And then, like they all, st- then he moves towards him, and they just like walk <laughs> they off. Walk they're off. like, they're like, fuck! Here comes fucking God. Here's Where are Rick. You going? Get the get the fuck out of here! Like if ever a rock star was a third wheel, this is it. <laughs> I That's mean, what it yeah. looks like. Yeah, he's on another fucking vehicle, man. <laughs> 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 they're just like they're doing anything they can to get the fuck away like from him. Three the cars jig behind is up. in a fucking Kia. <laughs> like... yeah. He's horny for him, and and they know it. Um, yeah I'll play along with this charade what charade Rick what, what charade
2: yeah. <laughs> I think it's his charade it's his game they're not involved Yeah. It's, you know, no, it's, it's, it's entirely in his own head which is like making it all about himself just adds more to it yeah, yeah.
1: there doesn't seem to be a yeah. reason to change though like I'm just not gonna what are you gonna change but yeah if, not be a creep you've already said I mean, Jesse's not a very good friend of yours anymore because he can't fucking keep it in your pants so you're the yeah. one that's already changing stuff.
0: Well, the uh, the genius annotation says, even though he's in love with Jesse's girlfriend, he tries to pretend everything, fi- everything is fine and that he's happy for them. Mm. Doing this means being dishonest to Jesse, though, which makes him ashamed and craving the girlfriend's affections doesn't help. After all, coveting your girlfriend's significant other is not generally approved of. Now, I mean, I, was- I want to point out, I mean, you know, finding someone attractive is whatever you can't choose who you're attracted to i don't think that is his is his uh main issue here it's that he's like trying to steal her yeah it's that he's (laughs) or or which there's actually a worse
2: thing going on here kind of mark is not necessarily i don't see any signs of actively trying to steal her it more looks like he's just sitting back there and like I wanna make her mine
0: is not I mean he, that's not actively trying to steal her no I don't think it is
2: I think that he's sitting back there just like wallowing in the third party shame and dirtiness cause he says it in the next line I, he says I, I feel so dirty when they're when they're you well, know when they're to talk well that line
0: makes me think that he's jerking like he that's, wants to I jerk think, off I mean, when right they're right
2: there talking. we have we have kink admission yeah exactly <laughs> I think right there
0: that's yeah we've got a cuckold
2: yeah he's a cuckold <laughs> kind of yeah he's being cuckold. yeah um, I, I actually
1: well, agree the, with
0: no, no to be a cuckold does 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 he need to be in the relationship is that how that works?
1: Uh, you know what it's semantics and I don't care. I, I uh, agree with you. <laughs> that's fine. I, <laughs> I,
2: I totally agree with you. Um but I, I it is I, there's like a level of shame that he's enjoying.
1: Yeah, ex- no, for sure. Yeah. And I I agree 100% with Seth cuz I think it starts out he's he's I I want to make her mine. Not, I'm going to, and that's I think further illustrated by the the last line in the second verse is I want to tell her that I love her, but the point is probably moot. He he knows he can't, so instead he's gonna well, think, sit. In, yeah, he's gonna sit in his sweat stained undergarments, and he's gonna fucking just absolutely well, eat his meat.
0: All right, I think we're talking about some different things here. Okay. I think if he had his way, he would steal her, and I think that's the problem. Yes, he's not saying I wish I could make her mine. He's saying I want to, and I think throughout the course of the song, he is realizing that he can't. Well, I that mean, she's not interested. You're, you're he exactly say that right, he but that's at one point. That makes it moot. He Mark. says, "You know, well, yeah, you know I, mean, I <laughs> wish that I had
1: Jesse's girl."
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I think that is after we. I mean, I I think that I would hope that any friend of yours that finds Elise attractive. If they found out that Elise also found them attractive, physically or what have you, that they would not pursue Elise in that event anyway. Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, I I hope that I have good friends.
0: This guy, I do not think that about. Uh, This guy, if Jesse's girl was like, I'm into Rick Springfield, I love when guys stare me in the (laughs) eyes for no reason and pop out of the woods. Follow me I'm into that. With then, vision then goggles. he would do whatever he could and not hate his his good friend oh, yes. for I, it. I do agree yeah. with
1: that, but I, I will give uh, Mr. Springthorpe here uh, at least some credit because there is at least a sense of self-awareness in that he is uh, completely impotent in any sort they of agreed any so, totally agree every sense of the word <laughs> every, yeah by the end of this song word.
2: you're just looking at an ineffectual little know nothing that can't do shit yeah, exactly. that is just sitting there in a puddle no nothing
0: no nothing trivia podcast <laughs> <laughs> um is this we were the, both on it max this has to be only one of like three songs that have ever hit the top Hundred, they use the word moot, right? Absolutely. I, I think the
2: only one I remember that my my parents used to word use that word all the time. When I was a kid and I and I felt bad about the song when it would get to that line, I would cringe because I would know oh, my parents use that word. Ew. Yeah. How did he crowbar it into a song like that? It's just it's there's something wrong about it.
1: I, I mean, good for him. He opened up a thes- thesaurus and really got after it. But
2: yeah, um,
0: does a modern day Jesse, does a Jesse uh, or I'm sorry, not Jesse, does a Rick in this character uh, in present day record their conversations when they start talking cute? To jerk off to them later yes, yes or no absolutely these
2: days absolutely 100 yeah, percent. with the technology and the availability of that recording. we all agree on yeah. the yeah. the 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 amount of recordings that this
1: that 2021 rick springfield has of their among
2: us sessions over the pandemic uh is are just <laughs> insane it is is yeah, Martin, uh, Max, yeah. it's directly proportional to the 50 gallons of cum that's been accumulated <laughs> over the past few weeks that is now on set equipment. Which, which I yeah. absolutely, yes, is... yeah. I, I,
1: uh, 2021 Rick Springfield is also saving his cum. Um, oh, he's, absolutely. he's probably into some sort of absolutely. like left-hand path, uh, Kralian,
2: Thelemic
0: magic. The thing. in a refrigerator <laughs> in the garage. Yeah, you never know when you could need it. He's
1: coming on tables and leaving it there for weeks to try and summon sort of moon goddesses. Oh, I, this and is my he's cum. In, uh, <laughs>
0: he's doing like a... A, uh, a Philip Seymour Hoffman in happiness oh. <laughs> jerking off on the back of postcards and sticking them to the wall
1: that's actually um, how he wallpapered sh- his
0: house <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen that wall if you like his work let him know Rick, that's, he's that's 70 beautiful. something
1: that that accent wall you put up there is absolutely gorgeous how long did that take how many postcards is that It's oh, it's
0: well, how long every- have I known Jesse uh, <laughs> two years look how nicely the corners of it here because she's watching him with those eyes. And she's loving him with that body. I just know it. And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night. You know, I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I wish I had Jesse's girl. Where can I find a woman like that? Like Jesse's girl. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Where can I find a woman? Where can I find a woman like that?
1: I I love this sort of like this single editorial line because of like the hard stuff. Where can I
0: find a woman? And like the music,
1: yeah. even like there's a little pause in like the, <laughs> mm-hmm. the, yeah. the music at the same time.
0: And it just sounds gigantic gigantically
2: empty. Yeah, you does. said you didn't know as much about music as me and Mark. Obviously it sounds like you're doing your work,
1: man. Um, it does uh, I, I just it that moment, that pause makes it feel like such a genuine question. Like it's just yeah. wait, Hey, anybody? Anybody know? No one? Well No? Where and can again, I find a woman? Anybody?
0: And again, I think, you know, his the way he's being in the song might very well be the answer to his question. <laughs> um Yeah. Very, very weird. Um, well, you know,
2: he should have picked it up because now we get to the bridge and he's been looking in the mirror all the time. So this is not this, long enough.
0: This is uh when when this came up I started singing that infamous bass line Dun 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 does not stop. And uh, this part of the music video is my favorite. This is where he really fucking oh. loses his shit. When he's playing the guitar this is...
1: in the bathroom.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and I'm looking in the mirror all the time, wondering what she don't see in me. <laughs> I've been funny. I've been cool with the lines. Ain't that the way love's supposed to be?
1: Oh, it's, so re- it's so reductive and just like uh, this is it's. I'm, it's an Incel anthem that came out. You absolutely, it is thirty you years fucking too early.
0: Nailed it, and and let me tell you how Incel it gets. If you have not seen the music video, let me explain to you what happens. Rick Springfield is looking in a mirror with his guitar on. Why I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think he's like looking at himself, seeing how cool he looks to be like why doesn't jesse's girl want to suck this dick with his <laughs> guitar on he sees jesse and jesse's girl behind him in the reflection of the mirror this causes him to hoist his guitar as if it was some kind of sword and lance it at the mirror breaking it into pieces and then he's like where can i find a woman <laughs> yeah anybody Jesse? <And laughs> <it's laughs> like jesse I keep wanting to call him... Jesus Christ. Rick, you need to fucking... You need therapy. Yeah, let's t- you need let's, to find Jesse's therapist. Let's take
1: about five steps back here, Rick. Um, First of all, watch yourself Can on the you glass. Can you imagine his... Let's get out of the room- bathroom.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine his roommate or mom coming in when they hear... <laughs> like all this breaking <laughs> and seeing him in there with a Fender Stratocaster cut up on the headstock, strings akimbo... Just just beating the just shit out of his at the medicine piece. cabinet. cabinets. Sweating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All these, uh, you know, what pills were popular in the 1980s? If you saw the movie. Thalidomide. thalidomide.
2: If you saw. Th- 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 thalidomide. That made flipper <laughs> Those, babies. No. 60s. I'm, we're talking probably the beginnings of Prozac, hopefully. I think if you've seen the, if you've seen the video, I'm thinking his mom is. The
0: <laughs> beginning of Prozac, hopefully. <laughs> I love that. I think his motherly really shooting for Prozac. If in the you 80s. have
2: seen the video, you will know that his mother probably walked in and didn't pay attention to the broken mirror. She <laughs> said, "Jesus Christ, would you look at the creases in your pants? Yeah. <laughs> for God's yes. sakes, just, yeah. uh, you're dressed just entirely too too perfectly with the pop collar and everything, and the lighting." the lighting in that goddamn video the, the stars of the angels no just if you <laughs> yeah, look yeah. at it yeah there's this crazy crazy well, lighting in, it is a scary fucking video
1: when, when Rick's standing in that bathroom it's and he he's doing the I, I think it's when he's the looking in the mirror all the time wondering what she don't see in me Um, he's mm-hmm. where he's imagining Jesse's girl standing behind him kind of looking at him mm. at the same time and I just like to well, I like to imagine that like no, they were just at his house and she came by and was just like, hey, Rick, can I get a glass of... Oh, nope. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> hey, can I borrow oh, Prozac?
0: It's just me and Jesse. We're just, uh, we just stopped by to say, hey, okay. Oh,
1: all right, never mind. You're busy. I'll leave you
2: alone. We'll, well let's, slowly Let's call this what it is. This car. is
0: Rick, Rick, Spring, Rick Springfield is having a psychological break.
2: <laughs> she gets back in the car with Jesse. What did you see? I think he was trying to suck his own dick. I'm not sure. Something's he had his happened. guitar on in the bathroom. This back is here. his... Um, like
1: uh, Rorschach from the Watchmen moment where he just completely <laughs> dissociates uh, there's a like an alternate universe where he like puts on like a brown potato sack and um, paints uh, I don't know some sort of uh, ineffectual face on it and uh, just starts murdering uh, and then probably doesn't stop because it's the 80s and it's like what are the police going to do what are they going to do now you know
0: fuck
2: them that's what you did in 80s Australia yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly do you
0: think do you think I've been funny? I've been cool with the lines. Means he's talking about cocaine.
2: <laughs> I, no, I, I think
0: he's I smoking... have brought
1: them so much cocaine. I'm, I'm fucking funny. It's I'm the
0: 1980s. The I'm hilarious. I've got so I've got coke coming out of my fucking
2: pockets. Isn't that what love is? My
0: pants. Fucking jokes Isn't and that cocaine? What love's supposed to be? Yeah, I love well, that. in the yeah. 80s. I love how I think you used the word earlier. Reductive. How it's just like I've been funny and cool. Isn't that love? Yeah. And it's like, well, it's also not breaking your fucking mirror, psycho. Like, it's also maybe taking it down a little bit and not openly talking about how you wish you could steal your best friend's girlfriend.
2: Love is learning who you are first and then trying to steal your girl, best friend's girlfriend.
1: Well, I
0: mean, you know, just,
1: I, mean, I mean, then I guess he's got a point because it, he's he's gone on record so many times. He's just that they're like, Rick, describe yourself in as, as few words as possible. He's like funny, cool with lines. That's me, baby. Just that's that's, <laughs> that's all me. And so, hey, you know,
0: popped collar.
1: Maybe, maybe. Was just
2: gonna... <laughs> exactly. <that. laughs>
0: I wonder if uh, the opposite side of this, um, from Jesse's perspective, would be uh, my best friend's girlfriend. By uh, by the cars, mm. it's a little something to consider. It is. Oh. She used to be mine. Um, tell me where can I find a woman like that? And Then we get the guitar solo. What, what's your feelings on this guitar soul? It's uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's it's okay. It's not anything. Probably super, not super Rick specific. Springfield playing.
2: No, as a matter of fact, there were spots in the uh video where I can where if you look and you, you kinda know what you're doing. The very there, beginning of it oh, is it's, clearly oh, it's not, he is it's not, not playing. No, what's I, being played. I
1: don't know what I don't know how to play a guitar. I took lessons when I was like ten, and I know for a fucking fact he is not playing the right notes because that right hand is just yes. flailing all over that thing. Correct.
0: You know, I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I want Jessie's girl. Where can I find a woman like that, like Jesse's girl? I wish that I had, guess who? It's gonna blow your mind, Jesse's girl. I want I want Jesse's girl. And then we get the big ending. do 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 do, boo boo and it's over. Now if you didn't know
2: the final genius annotation on this song is he deeply wishes that Jesse's girlfriend was his. Wow. (laughs) That's actually what it says. By its own definition though wishes are hard to make come true so it's likely not to happen. Genius really doing its job. The gall of saving that for the last annotation
0: yeah <laughs> the absolute uh, audacity
1: S- of the whole thing
0: steve Anton, who played uh jesse in the video um was also in a movie called the last american virgin mm. we just uh, watched hey, it for we, we podcast. just podcast wow and uh he played rick um and then he also wow how amazing is that look at that timing so rick um,
1: in the last american virgin uh, which, if you want to know more about it, go and listen to the most recent episode of Doubled Feature. It's available on all platforms. Please do. <laughs> um, Rick's the like cool character. Uh, he's the um, yes,
0: cold-hearted is is what I'm reading.
1: He's um yeah, kind of. He's your typical kind of like 80s cool kid. Uh, he's um he's he's the one. Actually, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, the Last American Virgin mirrors this song because the whole thing is about okay it's about the character the main character gary is he he meets this girl karen and he falls in love with her just love at first sight and then karen starts hanging out with rick who is gary's best friend and it's the entire thing are you being serious right now i'm being 1000 percent serious
0: because gary was the original name of jesse
1: (coughs) that's correct i okay
0: This is too much. We got to look at who the screenwriter is.
1: It was written by a a guy. I'll I'll tell you who the screenwriter is. It was written by a guy (laughs) named Boaz Davidson. Um, Boaz Davidson. So the last American version did come out in 1982. Jesse's Girl did come out in 1981. But here's the kicker. This is going to blow the whole thing up. The last American version is a... American remake by Boaz Davidson of his original film called Lemon Popsicle which uh, is the exact same plot 100% except instead of being set in like late 70s early 80s America it's set in 1950s Israel Um, Mm -hmm. uh, so he just wanted to remake his own movie for uh, American audiences and then Lemon Popsicle actually is one of the most Like profitable, popular uh, Israeli movies of all time, and it's it's spawned like eight sequels. Uh, Meanwhile, The Last American Virgin is wholly forgettable.
2: Mm. I mean, this this obviously looks like the Lemon Popsicle one is another unrequited love story. It's the exact same movie. He just he yeah. kind of
1: just like updated yeah. it uh, and made it for an American audience. Um, I think he was just I want to watch this. He said, you know what? Lemon Popsicle did really well over there. Let me see if I can recapture that with uh, American audiences. And um, he didn't. It's it's a wild – trust me, there is so much more to The Last American Virgin than it just being a story of unrequited love. There are some truly oh, baffling things uh, that go on in that movie.
0: Um, what do you think are the chances – so he stopped going to this stained glass class and says the only thing he's re- he remembers is that his name was Gary, which definitely is a little concerning since he was – obsessed with this woman what do you think of the chances are that he remembers her name he just won't say it
1: uh like a hundred percent
2: yeah
0: i think so too
2: i'll give him the benefit of the doubt i'll say 99 percent.
0: i remember the names of porn stars i was into when i was like 15 there's no way in hell that he doesn't know uh, it's true max this i've seen the list <laughs> this woman's <laughs> name uh max it's that time my friend yeah so here we go go ahead here and give go. us your creep factor Ten. 10. ten
1: uh, out of 10. I what is it? Do you yeah, do you guys have a no- It's out of 10. It's out of 10. Yeah, it's yeah. 10. Um Okay. It's
0: I mean, uh, we gave a 9. point something to a uh a song that um that um what's his name with tonight, the hair? Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. Tonight tonight is seems like about, set the standard. Yeah, yeah, where he's talked about clipping uh <clears throat> the uh the phone line to a cabin um that a woman was staying in. So That's kind of the precedent that you're up against.
2: Um, Actually, recently, I think Mark took it a little bit higher with Barbie Girl. Barbie Girl was very, very, very very
0: creepy.
1: There's just so many things in for me on this song. And I'll go back and listen to that episode and see kind of you guys' breakdown yeah, uh, for that. Hey, look, man,
0: I mean, it's yours if you want to give it a 10. Uh, I don't think it's uncalled for. Uh, look,
1: I'm not going to nitpick. So, I'm not going to uh uh give it a, you know, a 9.783 or whatever, but I it's just it, the We nitpick. The the the, f- the fact that he's just like um it's your best friend's girl. He's I, it's so like i don't know like lascivious the just like that's that Mm -hmm. the the pre-chorus kind of verse there that kind of um the the i just know it is like such a big sticking point in my head of just like how like just colors Mm -hmm. that line so much and then the adding on the uh uh I, I you know, I guess to an extent like at the risk of just virtue signalling the whole just like possessive nature of it's Jesse's girl, it's she belongs to him and I want it and I'm gonna take it from him and all like all of that mm. is just so gross and keep talking scummy oh. and uh yeah. just does not I, I hear sit you sit well at
2: all. Mr. Seth. I like this song which makes it hurt to agree with Max so much. I, and I, I like um, the song a in, lot too. In in the case that we are looking at a character study in a little passive-aggressive potential shooter mm. that could pop off at any minute. And that's I, th- I think he's right. I think that's what he's looking at. Now, uh, as you said earlier, I think the standard with me has always been set by Tonight's the Night, which we gave at like nine point. I'm going to go with this one being right in my case because I, I like the song... And I think that ultimately he's probably a decent guy. I'm gonna give it like a a solid nine
0: gentlemen it's hard to disagree with either of you um this song has uh is horny with a capital H um and it's horny in a bad way <laughs> um, I'll say. it's it's weird it's creepy um it's stalkery it's a 9.3 damn it's yeah. fucking weird it's and the best friend thing it's just it's uh it's sticky it smells bad it does it does uh, it's, it's a it's a jam it's a brown stain on the mattress it but is. it makes me feel it, is. it makes me feel guilty for listening to it,
1: it. it's it's absolutely a jam i do legitimately love the song i find it to be extremely catchy um, the fact that it's kind of like just like a super tight, like three minutes too, it's like just over three minutes, I yeah. think like three twelve something like that. Like it's, 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 such a perfect, like little like pop rock song at the end of the day, compacted too. pop shame. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. That it's, it's a really easy song to like, but as soon as you start listening to it, you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Springthorpe, get it together. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you just need to take a cold shower. And, exactly. And the, the taking the taking the guitar and breaking the glass, <laughs> though not referenced in the song, definitely brought out another side. And to be honest with you, if if he mentioned it in the song the the creep factor might be higher. He's not cutting anybody's uh, telephone cables, but it's it's scary. Yeah,
1: yeah I, and Max, I think that's like a good point. Is like it's definitely like there's a that sort of like we talked about like that ineffectuality within his own character in the song is kind of sort of like saving it where it's like, you know, it's just like, I guess for lack of a better term, it's like, he's kind of harmless because he's just serious. He's just like just in his room alone, like raging. Yes. You hope like, yeah, he hasn't taken it another, like a step further. And I don't think he will because he seems like he's kind of just a fucking pussy, but uh, well, I kind of feel
0: like even like when he says, "But the point is probably moot," he's he's, he's got even hope. leaving a little hope he's in there. Hope. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maxwell, um, thank you so much for being yeah, on. This was what really an good. Absolute blast. This was
2: very good episode.
0: Um, go ahead and um, and push anything that you want to push uh, upon the people.
1: Yeah. Um, just again, listen to uh, doubled feature. I guess I'm going to issue a challenge. Uh, if two Ooh. if two of you go and follow the podcast and then tell two of your friends and they sell to, tell two of their friends, we're going to we're going to pay it for we're going to pyramid scheme the whole uh, just following of my own podcast. But go um,
2: Max Madoff, uh,
1: go go um, follow Doubled Feature. Like I said, we've got, you know, I what when did this when is this episode coming out?
0: This episode will be coming out uh, Uh, coming Monday. Okay, so um, thirtieth. Yeah,
1: that's the day we normally record. So, like, we've got Porky's and The Last American Virgin. We talked about that a little bit uh, um, just here, like a minute ago. So, if you want to hear about more of that, I promise you, it is a fucking insane movie. Um, You can go and listen to that now, and then we've got um, an episode that'll be coming out two or three, you know, three days from now on Thursday for uh, Murder at Sixteen Hundred and Absolute Power. Um, but we, we've got a crazy long backlog, um, at this point, some real bangers. So, yeah, I think like some really fun episodes. Mark's been on there. Um, Lee from no nonsense has been on there. Seth, if you want to ever come on, just shoot me a text, shoot me a message on Facebook. We'll make it happen. Um, yeah, I also, uh, write a web comic. Uh, we, we post very, um, infrequently, but with a, a very good friend of mine, uh, Sam Hudson, uh, so, uh, if you want to go read that, it's called nerds day. Uh, it's about dungeons and dragons. It's just nerdsday.com or you can find us oh. on Twitter. Um, and I'll also shout out Sam's web comic. Sam, uh, does a little web comic. It's like a two or three panel thing that he does with his, um, stepdaughter called life of a stepdad. Um, so, oh, that's uh, cool. that comes out weekly. So you can just find it at, on his, um, Twitter handle is hero Institute or Hero stute uh if you if you go follow him you can read uh his webcomic on there and uh he he also retweets the nerds day stuff so it'll be pretty easy to find
0: good deal thanks well thank you again max i I appreciate you being on an absolute joy um seth for the next episode we had uh a person or two i think maybe even in the uh in the um the The new Yeah, the new Discord mm-hmm. uh, channel uh, linked to the No Nonsense Trivia podcast. I'm, I'm hoping this is what you're recommend say a song. Um, and so next week we will be doing Gary Puckett and the Union Gap, the hit song "Young Girl." Yes, yes. Um, if you thought this was horny, I don't know if you know what horny is. My man Gary Puckett should be named Gary Fuckett because this man is ready with a rock hard dong. We're
2: taking it back a few decades. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In
0: more than one way. Yeah. Um, This will
2: not be a flaccid episode.
0: (laughs) Oh, it will not. This one will not dangle. Yeah. Yeah. Be be sure to come (laughs) with a handful of lube. (laughs) Um, So go ahead and listen to. You will know the song if you do not know it already. Probably Mm -hmm. "Young Girl" by Gary Puckett in the Union Union Gap. Um, so listen to that, and uh, Seth, a pleasure as always, my friend.
2: Fantastic week so far. Real busy. Thanks a lot, Max, for coming. I, this, was, this was an A-plus episode. Oh. Mm. I'm so glad that you came Appreciate out here with it. us and that you uh, you went over this with us. This is a lot of fun. Go out there and, like Max said, two friends tell two friends. Pyramid the shit out of this stuff. Maybe give us a review. Maybe give us a, a message on the Discord don't forget about us. Remember to tune in next week, listen to some Gary Pup- Puppet Gary Puppet in the Union <laughs> Gap.
0: Mark? Yes. Tune in next week for more lyrics to go. <laughs>